Good morning, I'm Anna Marie, and it's time for Focus. Today we're going to talk about the real estate market and how things are looking and how things might look a few months ahead with all of this uh, quarantine and the pandemic and all of this stuff going on. So we're speaking today with Marilyn Blankenship. You are with... I'm with Frederick and Clark Realty and the Blankenship Properties team. Okay. And you've become a regular guest on our show because you have so much knowledge of the real estate market in Nashville and surrounding areas. And I think we especially need some insight and some clarity on what in the world is happening now. Like, where where are we? What's going on? And what do you kind of see? Because you follow the trends. You follow with all this extra information that you have. So what's going on now in the Nashville housing market? Oh, wow. And it depends. <laughs> oh, wow. She's oh, wow. Person. Yeah. <laughs> This is such an interesting time because we have home prices that are higher than they've ever been, some of the places, that being the case that there's a scarcity of inventory in many neighborhoods. So people with good money and good employment are buying and snapping up larger homes quickly. There's many reasons for that because interest rates are the lowest they have been in recorded history. I had a purchaser close a home last month and his interest rate was 2.65%. Where people decades ago, a couple of decades ago, probably were paying 18% interest at one Mm -hmm. time or 13% interest. Uh, In recorded history, uh, these rates around 2.5% are unbelievably low. And even if they are paying a higher price for their home, because the interest rates are so low, their their mortgage payment might be equivalent. Of course, the pandemic brought on people working in their houses. So with people working in their houses and living in their houses, they are deciding that their floor plan may not be large enough, that they want more private spaces, that they may want a dedicated office. So they have become dissatisfied. Mm -hmm. And if they have the capacity, many are looking for a different floor plan or a larger house or whatever. And with lower interest rates. And with lower interest rates. That might make it more affordable to actually upsize or... You're exactly right, Anna. Okay. Now, on the other side of that, uh, the pandemic has created loss of jobs. So we sort of have a greater divide occurring between those who can move up and take advantage of these wonderful interest rates and those who cannot. Mm -hmm. So you're fortunate, I'm fortunate that we are still working, Mm -hmm. but there is, uh, you know, uh, a bigger unemployment than there has been in many, many years. And many are struggling with their housing and struggling with evictions and things like that. So it's an interesting market. And that could play into home values by neighborhoods, depending on the perhaps prosperity of those around them. Huh. Well, okay, that kind of leads into one of the questions that I have, because I have a friend who has been watching the value of his home on uh, Zillow online. And he said it's dropped like $50,000 in the past few months. And he had been planning to sell his. And now he's like, well, what on earth is going on? And why why just in this area? So that might mean because... Well, if uh, you were in a neighborhood that had more blue-collar workers or 
more jobs that were eliminated. Mm -hmm. If you were in a neighborhood where you're not in an executive neighborhood, for example, or executives, I guess, could be losing their jobs, too. But in a neighborhood where there was more job loss, then those properties could potentially be upside down. They may not be able to pay their mortgage if they're not getting paid. Oh, because that's what I was wondering is like, why does it matter if they've lost their job? How does that make the value of homes in the neighborhood go down? But it's if there are a lot of mortgages that are starting to be in default? Correct. Okay. Then those houses might be foreclosed on by the lender who owns that with the homeowner. And so that would mean that the house would actually then sell for a lesser value. Yes. So that means the houses around you are selling for less so that means your house would sell, could for, sell less. for less. Could How, sell for less. However, Nashville is a more resilient market than almost any place in the United States. I have uh, had several past clients that have been interested in selling their home at an optimal time. Um, and we've talked about this. And with home buyers, In 2008, when we had the economic collapse with inflated home prices and the mortgage industry giving all that free money away and whatever, um, and the market just collapsed, Nashville's property values suffered maybe 30% on average. I have realtor friends in Florida that home values in several places there suffered as much as 80%. So where our values came back up and recovered fully and grew well beyond the 2008 collapse, Mm -hmm. uh, they started up, you know, about 2012 and just continued up through 2020. I think that our market will recover far faster than other places in the United States. And I don't think we are I mean, I uh, will close a home Monday that the seller is getting probably the highest price in his neighborhood for a home of similar size Mm -hmm. that's ever happened in that neighborhood. I still think with supply and demand that homes are selling wonderfully well. I do work with a number of investors who are continuing to buy properties for rental mm-hmm. that they can be uh, landlords and yeah. put a string of properties together for uh, tenants. Yeah. And Zillow is not always right. Yeah. I mean, that's the other factor is Zillow may or may not be right. Right. Zillow does not know what the interior of one house is like compared to the interior of another house. Correct. Your house, for example, since I've worked with you when you <laughs> bought it, is lovely inside, and I get to see the improvements that you make to it, and I get to see the way your decor and your decorating skill presents. And a home that is clean and presents well can sell for more than an average cost per square foot might indicate. Mm-hmm. Okay, good to know. Mm-hmm. Do you foresee us continuing to have that supply and demand situation? I know there for a while, didn't we have something about people not being able to get the materials to build new homes? And did that make the homes in supply even fewer? What, what was that all about? 
That's an interesting question and a great question. And of course, the pandemic has hurt a lot of inventory. Even if you go to the grocery store, sometimes they're saying green beans are out of stock. And that's because the factories were closed and there was less production and You know, people still may want to hoard them in case there were a situation that became worse in the future. Uh, Just like the food industry, the housing industry probably had closed downs. And so we are having a shortage of lumber. I've heard some of the home builders are saying that the cost of lumber has gone up X percentage and therefore the same house that they have built right now in inventory when it's built next year will be 10% more because their cost to build that house is more. Yeah. All of the the shutdowns that we've had fairly much across the country Mm -hmm. has uh, impacted the supply of products needed to build the house. If you're just joining us, I'm Anna Marie, and this is Focus, and we're talking about the housing market, the real estate market with Realtor Marilyn Blankenship. If someone is looking to get into their first home, is it better to buy one that exists already or is it better to try and have one built? Are there are there any clear winners in that? Most frequently, finding an existing house will be more economical in the long run for the purchaser for a number of reasons. A newer house, because of what we just talked about, about the increasing prices of lumber and materials to build the house, will go up faster. Also, if you contract with a builder to build a house to your specifications, every light switch you have, every outlet that you put in, every can light that you put in, you have a fee for each one of those items. With an existing home, if there were eight can lights in the kitchen, that's they're coming with the house. It doesn't oh. matter what you paid for them. Yeah. They're coming with the house. You're not paying on a per item thing. And usually if we are custom building and we have the opportunity to go with our choice of granite and our choice of marble and our choice of flooring. With those choices, we are tempted to go more luxuriously than we would reject if it were in an existing house. Right. Oh, we're like, I can't afford a $400,000 home, but I'll build one. And then it's like, well, the price keeps going up. Keeps going up. Oh, okay. Even if the base price were 400000 you might add 50000 in upgrades or 70000 or 80000 mm-hmm. you know, depending on. It doesn't seem like so much when it's like $100 at a time. Uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely right. Are there certain areas, you were very good at this last time, certain areas that seem to be growing and becoming more it areas? Everywhere around Nashville is more it areas now. <laughs> I mean, it's still, we, um, I have a daughter that lives out of state and would love to move back to Tennessee and She has a large family, so they would want at least four bedrooms, even if they put three boys in one or two bedrooms, they would uh, want at least four bedrooms, at least three baths and whatever. It's very hard to find that in Davidson County anymore. Mm -hmm. Very hard to find that in Williamson County, Wilson County and Rutherford County, Sumner County still have some opportunity uh, for that. So you can get 
close to Nashville or in our larger metro area. Mm-hmm. But uh, Davidson County has uh, very limited opportunity like that anymore. Wow. Now, if you had fewer bedrooms or fewer baths, uh, you know, things do get more available. Oh, okay. I got you. Are there certain industries or fields where business is booming and those people are able to continue to buy real estate and to buy homes? Because I know like musicians and yeah, food really service hard. people and retail people, mm-hmm. they've lost uh, lost jobs, lost hours, and there's st- many are mm-hmm. struggling. Are there certain industries that are just booming because of this and where it kind of stands out that they're able to continue to buy? I think that's a very good question, and I wish that I could give you a definite answer, and I don't really have a definite answer. Doctors who are uh, sought after uh, can find jobs easily, and they can frequently get 100% loans. A doctor has the opportunity to get a 100% loan because banks know that they will have a secure job Mm -hmm. and will be able to pay back uh, their mortgage, and so they are afforded more generosity from the banks in their lending practices. Mm -hmm. I've just worked with a doctor who just closed a home last week with a 100% loan. Wow. Uh, But they know that over time, his income will be rising too. And it's pretty much a sure thing. His parents are retirees and he's an only son. And so the parents probably have saved well all of their lives. And so they moved to be near their son, this doctor. Mm Mm-hmm. I think people in technology probably have a, a more secure job field. The technology is in every field now. There is yes. no field. Even if you were in the food industry, you have the technology with your ticketing and your ordering. And, you know, so every field there is technology. Uh, we, we're working right here with the technology of mm-hmm. radio right yes. now. How have you found that, if you're just joining us, this is Focus. I'm Anna Marie, and we're talking with realtor Marilyn Blankenship. Since you're still clearly selling homes and helping people buy homes and sell homes, how has it changed? How has the pandemic changed that whole scenario? I mean, I remember there used to be open houses, and everybody would eat cookies and sip tea and look at the house, and it was like a little party in there. What is the scenario now? It's changing from what it was in early March and and when the COVID uh, pandemic first hit and we had market shutdowns uh, of so many businesses, real estate was considered an essential industry. So fortunately, we were able to continue operating. so you that, had to figure out fast what worked and how to make to it work. We had to figure out what worked rapidly. You're exactly right. In showing property, I would tell my buyers to, instead of riding with me, which we might have done at one time for their safety and mine, mm-hmm. we would both take our own cars and meet at the property. We would wear masks entering the property. I carry Lysol wipes in my car, mm-hmm. and I open the lockbox and wipe the key and the lockbox with the Lysol wipe, go in and turn. If, if the seller, the sellers are making adjustments as well, if the seller 
is instructed by their agent to leave all the lights on for the showings and leave maybe a pantry door open, closet door open, so that fewer knobs have to be touched. But if uh, everything is turned down and the doors are all closed, then I would use Lysol wipes Mm -hmm. to turn the switches on and off, Mm -hmm. to open the cabinets, to open the uh, refrigerator or so if we were so looking there. Mm Wow. What about all of these houses that are going up, shotgun houses, tall skinnies? I don't remember the official name of those houses. Tall skinny is perfect. We all know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) What about them? It seems like they're going up everywhere. Mm -hmm. Why are these so popular? I actually do not think they would be popular at all if it were not for the scarcity of land in the inner areas. Due to the scarcity of land... In convenient areas, these tall and skinnies took over. In fact, you know, you might have seen one house on larger acreage, and uh, it would be torn down, and four houses put in. And to make accommodations for those four houses, instead of them being on, let's say it was, um, we'll just use an acre lot for an example. If you took one acre and you divided it by four, you'd have a quarter acre, so each house could have quarter acre. But if there were a zoning that allowed for a tenth of an acre, you could come in and put 10 houses on one acre where yeah. one had previously been. For people wanting a particular geography, a certain distance from their work, whatever, mm-hmm. that has made them very attractive. Now, wow. with those houses, one reason that people do like them is they are new construction. So all the systems in the house would be new. The roof would be new. The windows would be new. The refrigerators would be new. And they have really topped them out very beautifully. Most of the builders who are building that product have designers who work with them. And uh, the interiors are just beautiful. Mm-hmm. But we see people moving away from those. In in a pandemic time, we are seeing people being less interested in working in the city, and we are seeing some, some level of people wanting to flee the city oh. so that they can get back to having space around them mm-hmm. rather than a proximity more crowded. Yeah. Does it tend to be first-time homebuyers who move into the tall and skinnies? Not necessarily. Just depending on where you want to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you wanted to work or live. Some people have certain lifestyles that they want. And if the lifestyle, say they want to live X many miles from a Tiffany's store or mm-hmm. X many miles from a Nordstrom store or mm-hmm. this close to a Whole Foods, that's a lifestyle yeah. decision. And uh, you pay for that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not an inexpensive decision, typically. Mm -hmm. But people with the capacity to do so would do that and uh, see what is available to them for what they could spend. And it might be a tall and skinny. Ah, in that area. Yeah. A lot of people, it seems, are looking for the walkability in neighborhoods. That is huge. Nashville has less of that, Nashville as a geography, than 
major cities would have, you know, where they were built that way in the beginning. But we are, we do have it in 12th South. We do have it in Germantown. We are seeing whole communities developed with that. Out in Franklin, there's a community called Berry Farms Mm -hmm. that's near the rec center out there, about the same exit as the rec center. And um, there are restaurants and stores and Some people have their lodging above their retail space on the first floor, and they're lodging up above it Mm -hmm. uh, in kind of a condo situation. I kind of like that. I like that mixed-use idea where you can go downstairs, and then there's the grocery store at the end of the block. Like, I love that Yes, and I think even as people age, too, and they still want to get out and be social, and they kind of want to know their neighbors some, it's a wonderful, well, for any age. Mm -hmm. It's a wonderful concept. I notice as people get older, they tend to want to downsize and they want a one-story house, a one-floor house. Do those tend to cost more or is it just like typical housing, just depending on the supply and demand and how the house is and how the neighborhood is? Does it matter that it's a house that's just one level? Is that more or less expensive or is there any, any difference? Is that like more desirable? It could be. And I'm going to say that depends, but it could be, and it could be more expensive because you think of the footprint. A tall and skinny, if you think of the footprint of it on the land, is very small. A ranch house or a one-level house, you don't have three stories to spread that out over. Mm -hmm. So the ranch house or the one-level house has to have a wider lot Mm -hmm. for that footprint to be on the house. Where a tall and skinny, you might divide that same ranch house up into three or four levels and just stack them on top of each other. They are really less expensive to build because uh, your foundation would be smaller. Oh, wow. And your roofing would be smaller. Holy cow. They're less expensive to build typically than a ranch home. And your land would be less expensive because it requires less land. Okay. I read an article the other day that said a lot of people were moving back in with their parents, that we have a lot of multi-generational households now. Is that affecting the housing market? It certainly could. You know, I think we've also seen along with that the children leaving home later. Say college students, maybe instead of going directly to work, maybe coming back home and living with mother and daddy to save money for mm-hmm. a while. Sometimes mother and daddy want to downsize so they can get them out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. We bought a ranch house. <laughs> or we bought a tall skinny. You can live upstairs. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. I didn't think of that. What do you expect once we kind of get past this pandemic, uh, quarantine, everybody's social distancing? Because... It's still not clear whether we're going to keep working at home or the percentage of us who will keep working from home, who will go back to schools and what schools will they be back at college? What's what's your crystal ball say about where we're going Mm -hmm. like in another six months? I don't I don't have that insight. You know, we certainly hope for all of us that the pandemic will end and we can go back to life more normally. Uh, and I, you know how I love to hug, and I would have had my arms all around you, mm-hmm. and I know you would have uh, hugged me back. Yeah. And uh, it's so hard for those of us that are touchy-feely people to have all of this um, 
distancing, and mm-hmm. I'm all about wearing uh, my mask to protect myself and others and all about the hand sanitizing uh, to protect all of us as well. But it certainly uh, is not a way of life I would like to see continue. I would love to see us comfortable Movies, watching movies has always been one of my favorite things, and I have not been to a movie theater since uh, early March. Mm-hmm. And I know some have opened again, and I do have some friends that have already gone to the movie theaters. And even though we watch Netflix and get great movies at home, there's something about the common experience of being united with people in a theater that's Uh, different than watching it at home on Mm -hmm. your Netflix. There's so many things that we do with other people, eating out with Mm -hmm. other people, feeling free to shop. Uh, You know, we haven't needed anything but pajamas. (laughs) (laughs) Or last year's clothes were pretty good because nobody, you know, nobody is seeing them. I know. They're still still Mm -hmm. fine. I I noticed that, that my girlfriends and I would always meet at lunch. And maybe have a margarita and just sit and visit and just laugh our heads off. And Ron and I, my partner, would go on date nights. We'd go after church. Maybe we'd go have uh, lunch. And then uh, on the weekends, maybe we would go out someplace and, and have a meal. And it just feels like a big, important part of our lives has just been tamped down yeah. at least for a while. I agree. And so ho- hopefully we will get back to normal. I didn't know if you had predictors of how it might affect the housing market if people would start trying to get out and um, get their own homes. The kids would be getting back out of the parents' houses and getting their own homes. But I don't really know that. I do think that the pandemic has created some flight from the cities for people who are in the downtown condos where they're in such close proximity, where they're using the same elevator, even though I know that those places are probably safe because they're taking greater uh, they're taking greater precautions mm-hmm. uh, for safety. They're yeah. wiping everything down and taking all the safety measures they could be. But you know, I'm hearing people. I, I have a dear friend uh, that's moved from this area to Montana. I have a prospective client that has a number of properties, uh, several. And several of them are downtown, and uh, he's thinking he wants to move to Montana. You know, this whole pandemic situation that we've had and even rioting and such like mm-hmm. that have have changed people's perspectives uh-huh. on their choices and their lifestyle. I think some people are finding that, that some things are not as important as they thought they were. And like you said, we're getting to like kind of the back to nature back to more space, more time to breathe, time to be with the people we love, and less just got to be busy, just got to hurry, just got to do everything, and always hustle and bustle. I think some people have found great relief in this. I agree with you. I uh, My sister said recently that this was the best summer she'd ever had. So I think that the slowing down, the uh, even though you're working mm-hmm. and you're maybe as productive and with good results through your working mm-hmm. at home, there are still some benefits. And I have a number of friends that I kind of walk with spiritually, and uh, I'm hearing them say things like, "I've wa- I've listened to more sermons than I've ever done before. And I think part of that has been 
the needing to feed their soul, to stay encouraged, to stay positive, not to give up, not to go to fear. It's kind of like, oh, I'm trying to remember the joke. It's like, girl, don't stand there in the refrigerator. You're not going to find a guy in there. (laughs) (laughs) But it's kind of like that. Don't you don't have to look in the wrong places for the right things, for the right things, (laughs) for the things that you need. Are there any final thoughts that you would like to leave us with today about the Nashville housing market or or just in general? As far as the housing market, because of the scarcity of product, the scarcity of good inventory, because of the low interest rates, it still can be a very good time to buy and sell. Many are finding they've never been able to get a higher price in the sale of their home. And buyers, because of the low interest rates, are finding it still very affordable to them. So uh, real estate is still moving and selling. Prayerfully, I hope that uh, people who have lost their jobs will be quickly back to work. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm thankful that we have fewer restrictions than we started out with and that more people are working again. Yes, thank you. Marilyn Blankenship with Frederick and Clark Realty and with Blankenship Properties. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. We're going to post more links and more information on our Focus Facebook page. Make sure you join us again next week. I'm Anna Marie, and that's Focus.